Genesis chapter 16, verse 4 through 16. He slept with Hagar, and she conceived. When she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Then Sarai said to Abram, You are responsible for the wrong that I'm suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now that she knows she's pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Your slave is in your hands, Abram said. Do with her whatever you think best. Then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that is beside the road to Shur, and he said, Hagar, slave of Sarai, where have you come from, and where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress Sarai, she answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her, Go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count. The angel of the Lord also said to her, You are pregnant, and you will give birth to a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery. He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. And he will live in hostility toward all his brothers. She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. That is why the well was called Beer Lahai Roy. It is still there, between Kadesh and Bered. So Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram gave the name Ishmael to the son she had born. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore him Ishmael. What does El Roy mean? We may have noticed that many names for God include El. El typically refers to God, but Roy, R-O-I, brings another attribute of our Lord to the equation. El Roy means the God who sees me. Roy in the original Hebrew can be translated as shepherd or as seeing, looking, or gazing. When we feel most invisible and forgotten by everyone else, we should remember that God sees us. He witnesses our struggles and comes alongside us. Remember he sees the sparrows and takes care of them. According to Matthew chapter 6, Verse 26, how much more then does he care for us in our greatest time of need? Genesis chapter 16 verse 13 in part reads, You are the God who sees me, for she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. There are many examples in the Bible where God chose to see those who the society chose not to see. Jesus healed lepers, blind men, and demon-possessed. Jesus also had a conversation with the Samaritan woman at the well. That is found in John chapter 4, verses 7 through 25. God chooses to see the unseen. At times it is easy to think that God has forgotten us. 
or that he simply doesn't see us. But if we open our eyes to the blessings around us, we will see his fingerprints every day. The book of Matthew chapter 10 verse 30 reads, And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Would God bother with the number of the hairs on your head if he really didn't care? Can you imagine he also knew the number of hairs on Samson's head? What I'm trying to say is that God cares and he sees. You know, Jesus had the opportunity to live as a king. Instead, he chose to devote his time to the lowest in society. He also advocated for tax collectors, prostitutes, and sinners. But as for Hagar, the Bible records, the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness on the road to Shur. That is found in Genesis chapter 16, verse 7. Did you get that? Did you catch it? That Hagar was on the road that would lead her back to Egypt. She must have thought that in that familiar place called home, she wouldn't have to feel used, insignificant, or unseen. And even if she did, she certainly wouldn't be carrying the heart alone. But Elroy saw her. Even before she could get to Egypt, he saw her and met her there in the desert. Right there, in the midst of the pain and confusion and loneliness, he saw her. He called her by name. Genesis chapter 16 verse 8 reads, Hagar, Sarai's maid, where did you come from and where are you going? See, Elroy not only saw Hagar, but he knew her. He knew her past, he saw her present, and he ransomed her future. What I want us to notice is that there are many interesting firsts in Hagar's story. In Genesis 16 verse 7, this is the first occurrence of the angel of the Lord, Yahweh, in scripture. That is the first first. The second first, Hagar's son, Ishmael, was the first person whom God named before his birth. That is found in Genesis chapter 16, verse 11 and 15. Then the third first is Hagar's reference to God as El Roy. This is the first and only time that God has been referred to or called by this name in scripture. Like I mentioned earlier, in its original Hebrew, Roy, as used here, means looking, seeing, or gazing. Can you imagine how Hagar must have felt, being so unusually seen by the omnipresent God? She must have felt so indelibly pursued by the Good Shepherd, who would leave the 99 for one. She must have felt so compassionately known and so rarely understood by exclaiming, You are the God who sees. 
My question is, can you relate with Heather or her situation? Can you see yourself here, either in your present circumstances or in circumstances past? Encountering the God who sees you. This is a place of victory and El Roy sees us too, you and me. Let us pray. Dear El Roy, the God who sees me, as I take a review of the past weeks, months, even years, I have witnessed you working in miraculous ways. I now know beyond a shadow of doubt that no matter where I am, Lord, you see me. No matter where I have been, you have been there too. Even in times when I have felt abandoned and alone, I have come to understand you are there too. You have always been there. I will lift up my eyes to the one who sees me, no matter where I am. I will lift up my soul to the one who lifts me, no matter the predicament. I will worship you, Lord, in good times and in bad times. I will lift my hands, lay on the ground in praise and worship to the one who sees me, even in desolate places. I will never waver. I will follow you without asking questions. You, the lifter of my head. Thank you, El Roy, for reminding me that you are a God who will never allow me to be beyond your sight or your reach. Help me to face life with a courage that is firmly rooted in your strength and power so that others might be drawn to you and know your love and your grace. You care for every human being, no matter how much the society has rejected them or placed no value on them. My prayer today is that they will encounter you as Hagar did and have that Elroy moment in their lives. A moment of reckoning and understanding that you not only see them, you also care about their feelings and to also feel your complete love for them so that after this encounter with you, all their empty spaces will be filled by you and then you will become to them the God who sees them. Amen.